Hustle is marrying your self-defined finish line or objective or definition of success with grit and a strong work ethic. I think hustle doesn't mean redlining. It doesn't mean gratuitously, you know, putting in X amount of hours. It doesn't mean busy is productive. Hustle for me is something that I really revere and respect in myself. It involves a tenacity of spirit and a resiliency and a determination. That is Robin Arzon, head instructor and VP of fitness programming for Peloton. And as you will soon find out, she commands effort and hustle in every aspect of her life, including pregnancy. Recently on an episode of Live with Kelly and Ryan and while teaching a bodyweight strength training circuit, Robin announced that she's expecting her second child. So, so exciting and so on brand as she continues on her mission to change the stigma that expecting mothers are limited when it comes to working out. We also chat about her brand new book, Strong Baby, which is the follow-up to Strong Mama. And there are just so many great takeaways. So get ready to be motivated to work harder and believe in yourself. Do you have a pressing question about parenting but don't know who to ask? We are women supporting women, and we've got you. I'm Vanessa Quigley, and welcome to the Mom Force Podcast brought to you by Chatbooks. Okay, but before we jump into the conversation with Robin, I want to play a little guessing game with you. Do you know which Chatbooks product has more than 100,000 five-star reviews and is specifically made for young kids and it gets delivered to your door monthly? Do you know the answer? Well, if you guessed Chatbooks Monthly Minis, you are correct. And why are they such a customer favorite? Well, they are literally made with little ones in mind. With their smaller size, their soft covers, their rounded corners, and they have durable pages that you can wipe clean with a damp cloth if you need to. We also have a Chatbooks Toddler Guarantee. So if your child loves your book just a little too much, we'll replace it for free. Just email Chatbooks with a picture of the extra-loved book and we'll get you a replacement. Just another reason why Chatbooks are the perfect way to share magical family moments with your family. And for $7 a month, monthly minis are a no-brainer for your babies. And a monthly mini subscription makes the best baby shower gift Just saying. Okay, hello, hello. Welcome, Robin Arzon, to the Mob Force. Thanks for having me. (laughs) Robin, you are vice president and head instructor at Peloton, former lawyer, two times New York Times bestselling author, 27 times marathoner, and that is just from your Instagram bio. (laughs) You are an impressive woman. Thank you. And I have to tell you, I am a huge Peloton fan. My husband bought me a Peloton early January 2020 when I broke my back in a snowmobiling accident. And so I couldn't do my regular boot camp workouts. And that is when I discovered the power of Peloton and you and your incredible mantras that seriously, not only to help me power through that recovery, but got me through that pandemic. I'm so glad to hear that. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. So for anyone listening, if you want to follow me on Peloton, I am Vava Vanessa is my handle. And I ride under the hashtags Peloton moms, hashtag mom force, hashtag team chat books. And Robin, you're the Robin's wolf pack. 
<laughs> yes. Oftentimes. It depends on the day, but yeah. Well, I have to say one mantra that has stuck with me that I heard you say in a ride was, it doesn't get easier. You just get stronger. And I mean, how universal is that? You can apply that to the workout, which you you do need to kind of sometimes coach yourself through the intensity of those workouts, but life and motherhood. And the success of Peloton is just blessed so many lives. And it's given you this incredible platform to not only empower women, but mothers in all aspects of their life. But I will never forget the ride that I was doing with you when you announced your pregnancy. Oh, yeah, that was a special one. <laughs> I was crying right there with you. That was so tender. Tell tell us a little bit about that. It was it felt like a natural moment to root, you know, to share some great news with the Peloton family. And, you know, we were embraced with open arms and everybody was so supportive, both at Peloton and and broadly in the community. So we were really lucky. Well, even though the studio was empty, I know everybody on their bikes riding with you at home was crying along with you. And you have recently announced that you're expecting baby number two. Congratulations. Yes, thank you. Incredible. Um, how has this pregnancy journey been different than your first? It really hasn't been that different. I will say it's, it feels like it's going faster. Because you have another little one at home to yes, take care yes, of and demands yes. your attention. Is there something that has surprised you about motherhood in general and anything that you're going to do differently this time around? I mean, I just take it each chapter as it comes. It's, it, I think you can prepare and plan and educate yourself and then you're just in the moment, <laughs> um, surrendering to the moment. But um, no, nothing, nothing different. I, th I think my husband and I have created a really amazing household that we're proud of and we'll take it one step at a time. Honestly, that's all you can really do. I will say, though, um, as a mother of seven, I felt like each of my pregnancies were totally different from one another. Um, but one thing remained constant. I had no energy to exercise. Maybe with my younger kids, it was probably because I was chasing their older siblings around all day. But I remember right after finding out I was pregnant for the first time, going to the gym as I always did. And after being there for only a few minutes, I just turned around and went straight home. <laughs> it was not happening. I was so tired and couldn't muster the energy to do a single thing. And honestly, the, the smell of the gym was also a problem. <laughs> but working out was your job. In fact, you were the first Peloton instructor to even go through a pregnancy in the public eye. So what was that like for you? You know, my movement is part of my everyday, and it was no different when I was pregnant. I consider myself to be a, an athlete who happens to be pregnant. Pregnancy is not my whole identity. And, you know, you incorporate as much grace as needed, of course, but I focus on what I'm capable of rather than any limitation or lack. And that's just like generally in my life, but especially during pregnancy. And I was very fortunate to feel good and strong and, you know, have have the support of my medical team to, to continue doing what I'm doing. So that's how I approach it. I do have pre and postnatal certification. So, you know, I do have the kind of the educational know-how to speak to these things pres prescriptively in a fitness context. And, you know, I was very, very grateful to provide that example for folks. Yeah, you have been such a great example of what is possible during pregnancy. Okay, so I've confessed that I did not work out during my pregnancies, but afterwards, 
I wanted to feel more myself and get back in shape. And it's really hard to jump back into a routine when you've taken times off. Mm -hmm. I've also had a couple of injuries where I've had to take time off and get back into a routine. Do you have any advice for for anyone in either of those scenarios, getting back into a groove with exercise, whether after pregnancy or injury? Yeah. I mean, it's definitely starting small. I I say, like, take bite-sized nibbles of hustle. We can put in our mind sometimes this idea that if we don't do this extensive, this long, intense workout, that it wasn't worthwhile. And Mm -hmm. um, that's certainly something I realized postpartum was that consistency was the objective. It was just something, moving the needle a little bit every day. And sometimes that looked different on any given day. But consistency was my objective. And um, I would say for someone in the beginning of their journey, aim for something that is achievable, but that you can do consistently and then build on that, you know, your capacity for endurance and strength or whatever, you know, your modality requires of movement will, you're going to start to see momentum there. And then within that, you're going to kind of break yourself out of that perceived inertia. A mantra that I personally live by is something is better than nothing. And I think that goes for exercise right now, I'm trying to come back from an injury and my trainer's like, just do five minutes. Mm-hmm. Just do five minutes. Okay, now just do 10 minutes. You know, and in my mind, I'm like, oh, I need an hour long exercise. I need a full on sweat. But something is better than nothing in building that consistency. It can go with exercise and go with any habit that you're wanting to develop in your life. Well, Robin, tell us about Strong Baby. It's the follow-up to your New York Times bestseller, Strong Mama. And I'm interested, how do you define being strong? Oh, that's a great question. I think that it comes from an inner knowing that you that you can handle anything that comes your way. And I think strength, that inner strength can really translate into physical manifestations of strength. I, I say that confidence is a side effect of hustle. I believe that everyone should be strength training in some capacity. And I think that that literally translates into a very strong mental outlook. So that for me is is part of my, my strength evolution. It's true. When I'm feeling physically strong, I'm generally happier and more emotionally stable. It's all connected. You use the word hustle a lot. What would you, how do you define hustle? Hustle is marrying your self-defined finish line or objective or definition of success with grit and a strong work ethic. I think hustle doesn't mean redlining. It doesn't mean gratuitously, you know, putting in X amount of hours. It doesn't mean busy is productive. Hustle for me is something that I really revere and respect in myself. It involves a tenacity of spirit and a resiliency and a determination. I like that because sometimes when I hear the word hustle, I imagine that you have to sacrifice all for your objective, whatever it is. And I've learned that through many, my many years of motherhood, that sacrificing everything I am for my kids isn't healthy. And the same goes for my work. A question I get often as a working mom is, how do I balance everything? And I'm always quick to answer with my thoughts, but I'm wondering, what's your opinion, especially as it relates to a hustle mentality? Is balance even a thing? I am allergic to this balance conversation. I think it's harmful, especially for women and caregivers, um, because it implies that 
each piece of your life is going to have the, get the same version of you in the same amount. And it's just not true. I am a multi-hyphenate person. I have a lot of different, I wear many different hats. I have a lot of different existences. And I choose in any given moment what role I'm going to lean into and the percentage with which it gets my attention and my energy as currency and how I'm going to spend it. I think it does folks a disservice to make it a binary conversation that you can't, that there's either balance or hustle. I firmly disagree with that. And I'm a living example that that's not the case. Amen to that. You know that phrase, you can't give what you don't have. That's something that I think about when I invest in in myself, when I am in the hustle for whatever it is, physically or for my business or any of my hobbies. Our mission here at Chapbooks is to strengthen families. And I really, truly believe that as parents and caregivers, we have to take care of ourselves to be able to do what's best for our family and help keep our family strong. And so um, you and Chapbooks on the mission to to strengthen families. Okay, like Strong Mama, Strong Baby is a children's book. And the illustrations, I have to say, are so darling. I loved seeing your husband, Drew, in the book <laughs> and members of your Peloton family and the New York City skyline. I actually, my oldest son is living in New York with his wife right now. Aww. So I love seeing that. But the words in this book are really what I loved. Like your mantras, your words are so inspiring. Lines like, movement is our medicine, and awaken the magic that lives in your body. Chase your curiosity. Sometimes the crown is heavy, but you are strong. And there's always time to reinvent, adventure, and become. I mean, those are some pretty big concepts that some might think would go over the head of a child. Did you write this book more for parents or do you believe that children can really understand these powerful statements? Children can absolutely understand it. Oh my gosh, we shouldn't insult some of the strongest members of our community that way. The reason I wrote Strong Baby is because I see it. I see it in my daughter. I see her innate resiliency, her innate ability to mine strength through you know, her developing mental outlook, but certainly her physical, you know, milestones from crawling to squatting to falling down and getting back up again. It was such a beautiful journey to observe. And we should be introducing these concepts as early as possible that that strength lives within us and that we have the capacity to be resilient even when we fall down. Yeah, actually, I do observe even my two-year-old understanding these concepts. She was really frustrated opening a toy the other day, and I heard her uttering to herself, try, try again. And that is just something that my husband and I say to, you know, we just, these are mantras that are just in our ecosystem. So if you think kids aren't paying attention, you're wrong. This should be a point of conversation from an early age. And then of course, as they develop and they have life experience, they have different associations and meanings to these concepts, but resiliency is contagious and it's universal. Yeah. I think so often we dumb things down for our kids. I mean, just like typical children's books are just like, you know, like, (laughs) not like trying to change the world, but I really truly believe that our kids will rise to expectations and and opportunities given to them. So you're challenging us to do better and to show our kids what's truly possible. Um, And you can never underestimate the example of the parents. I mean, you, you're living what you believe and they, and she is absorbing that. And I love that you overheard her cheering herself on, giving her own mantras. <laughs> exactly. Um, okay, well, do you have any tips for parents who aren't used to talking to their kids like this to help them internalize some of these powerful mantras that you share in your book? I mean, I think it's just starting in 
I mean, starting with the book, that's a great entry yes. point, right? Starting with Strong Baby. But I think we have to ask ourselves, it, you know, it is a children's book, but there are there are meta messages that we can all kind of dig into. And I think that we have to ask ourselves, we often tend to practice what we preach, but are we preaching what we're practicing? Yeah. And kids really pick up on that, I think, when there's a disconnect. So I think it starts honestly, with the internal conversation that we're having and how we're demonstrating and prioritizing the value of effort. Because sometimes that's the only thing that we can control. I think that's a beautiful way to celebrate our tiny victories, even we don't when we don't get to, you know, society's definition of what the finish line looks like. Well, as I was reading your book, I mean, the reason I asked that about like, were you writing this for the parents? Because I felt like this is, I I need to hear this. Like, <laughs> I didn't grow up hearing this about myself. And, you know, for a two-year-old, she's not going to pick up this book and read it because she cannot read. So for the mom who's going to be reading it or the caregiver or whoever, we're learning how we can do better for our kids. And it's so beautiful and empowering because, I mean, life is stressful. <laughs> there were stresses when I was a child growing up in the 80s, but nowadays... Our kids face so many hard things. Are there are there other tools that we can be giving our kids to help them feel strong? I know in the past you have mentioned something about a superhero toolkit. Can you tell us a little bit about that? And do you have a toolkit for Athena? <laughs> I'm certainly sharing it with her as we go along. You know, there are concepts and tools, you know, like journaling or vision boarding or mantras or meditation that I have amassed over the, you know, over a decade or two. And I find that, you know, when something doesn't work, we iterate, we pivot. And that is the basic concept that I want to teach her is that if something's not working, you pivot. It's really amazing, I think, to have a growth mindset and always remain curious. And that's, you know, I created my superhero toolkit, you know, and in it, I put movement and in it, I put breath work and in it, I put, and I'm still discovering things that I'm putting in it. And it allows me to have resources and things to go to and practices to reach for when I feel like I'm, you know, my energy is waning or I'm not in control or, you know, that it kind of gives me something to focus on. And that focus can often be the antidote to fear. So what are some things that we can put in our kids' toolkits? I mean, movement, I totally believe in that, and a change of scenery. Like sometimes when a meltdown is happening, just getting outside and going for a walk around the block can do wonders. Yeah. I like, um, I mean, we've already been teaching Athena breathwork practices. Yeah. What what does that look like? What is that? I mean, it's box breathing is like something very simple that we, I mean, Athena's not doing box breathing, but that's a method that, you know, I use is like inhaling for four holding for four, exhaling for six, you know, generally, generally trying to get that exhale longer than your inhale. The numbers actually don't even matter. It's just more the, the cadence. And I think it's really healthy to actually model. I think, you know, what kids see us just going about our days and they think that we're just magicians. You know what I mean? Like we open cabinets, we reach for things, we do stuff. So I, I try to describe for Athena when I'm frustrated when I'm not doing something well, you know, like it's, it's showing her the daily occurrences of life and I'm still here. I'm still trying. We're still doing this thing. And the, you know, the older she gets, I'm just so excited to really like bring her into the fold, you know, with more detail as, as it becomes appropriate. And 
I kids really absorb what we do, right? Yeah. So whether it's movement, you know, Athena has 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 seen me meditate before. She sees me stretching. She sees me journaling. She sees Drew and I, you know, reading the paper, and she's just attracted to the things that are in our household. So I think the more uh, an adult gravitates to a wellness practice or a self care practice. I think we'd be surprised how what elements of that, you know, are being absorbed by folks in our family. And when the nucleus of a home changes, when the parent, when the caregiver prioritizes their own self-care, the home and the community change. They adapt. Yeah. And it in for for really, really in really powerful ways. So I would say, you know, take the chances and bet on yourself. So your kids have a model for what that looks like. And I love that you pointed out that our kids sometimes look at us as superheroes, but it's important for them to know that we're also human beings and that we're going to get stressed out and we're going to be tired and we need to take a time out for ourselves to, yes. to rejuvenate or to meditate. And I think there's a lot of good that can be in transparency of like, we're human too, but this is how we take care of ourselves because we don't want them to one day and grow up and start, you know, feeling anxiety and think there's something wrong with them and they're broken. They need and want the tools to be able to take care of themselves. So good. Okay. Can we do a little lightning round? I have a couple quick questions sure. for you. Okay. You can only take one class today. Is it bike, weights, or tread? Today, it would probably be tread because I've already done the other two. <laughs> um, <laughs> but I really cycle them. You know, I, I do all three every single week. I, I really, my strength training is non-negotiable. I mean, that is like five days a week forever. I admire that. Amazing. Okay. What about favorite song to work out right to right now? Oh, just yesterday, I was listening to um, Beyonce's Homecoming Live album. I love that live performance. Mm -hmm. That yeah, that's that's the most recent thing in my playlist. Beyonce. Enough said. Okay, mantra of the moment. Oh, mantra of the moment. That's a really good question. I cycle through so many all the time. Uh, it's, I, it's, I guess this isn't. Yeah, I guess this is mantra. It's what decision would you make if you were twice as strong and twice as confident? Oh, that's a good one. I love it. Okay, this should be easy. Athena's favorite bedtime story. <laughs> well, it is strong, baby. Right now, we've been reading that quite a bit. And she, you know, she loves reading about historical figures. She's obsessed with Frida Kahlo and Maya Angelou and Amelia Earhart. And wow. it's so cool. Like she really references these figures like they're her homegirls. And I'm like, well, yeah, here we go. <laughs> That's Start so awesome. These are these are your um, contemporaries, so to speak, through ch to children's books. Oh, I love it. Hey, one of the quotes in your book said, magic is made in each small step, little by little amounts to a lot. That is so powerful. Something that we talk about at Chatbooks is the, the power in everyday magical moments. You can go through a busy day going 100 miles an hour, and if you don't have eyes to see it, you will miss these little bits of magic that end up amounting to this beautiful life that we have together. And we specifically talk about it as far as like photos, you know. So I'm wondering with that background, is there a recent magical everyday moment that you have experienced and were able to capture in a photo? I don't know if necessarily it was captured in a photo, but I have, you know, we have magical moments all the time. Like I have to say, like, I'm very proud of, <laughs> you know, the home that my husband and I have created. We have kitchen dance parties almost every day. We we start, our, start and end our day with music. And that's a very special moment for our family. It kind of anchors our day and it, and it signals that it's a transition from stress yeah. to some to levity. 
When I was a younger mom with fewer kids, we did a lot of dance parties. But I think as I've gotten older, and maybe it coincided with having teenagers. <laughs> I don't know. We, yeah. we haven't had as many <laughs> dance parties. But this is the magic in actually taking photos of those moments is because, you know, coming from an experienced mother, my oldest is 26, it all becomes a blur. Mm. And there's something about a photo that like cements a memory, either for you or for your kids. Yeah. So snap photos of those magic moments, dance parties, all of it. Amazing. I will I, I will take that advice. Thank you. All right. Well, thank you so much for being here, for being part of the Mom Force, for cheering us on and sometimes pushing us a little harder to reach for our potential. Where can everyone find all things Robin Arzon? I am Robin Arzon, RobinArzon.com. I'm Robin NYC on social media. And yeah, Strong Baby is available for pre-order and, and out now and very excited for the world to receive it. And can I just say that if you have a baby shower coming up, um, maybe along with the monthly minis that you can gift, bundle it with Strong Mama and Strong Baby. Just they go together so beautifully. Congratulations, Robin. Thank you so much. Thanks for having me. Thanks for being here as part of the Mom Force. We've got some fun things coming up here on the podcast that you are not going to want to miss. So be sure to subscribe. And if you want to leave us a review, I'd be so grateful. And if you want to be part of the conversation all about things mom life, come join me over on our Mom Force Facebook group and follow me at Vanessa Quigley over on Instagram. And we even have a Mom Force TikTok. <laughs> and as always, check out the show notes for a special chapbooks discount code. And until next time, 